Hi friends, welcome. Today I want to talk about the work of a photographer that I think I rediscovered on Instagram. I see that I've been following him in the past, but I came back across his work the other day and I liked like probably 30 of his photos in a row. I, sp I spammed him, but it was out of pure love. Every single photo I thought was fantastic. He's a California-based creative, di uh, creative director and designer, but his photography is also amazing, so that's good. Uh, his name is Sang or Song Han, and I want to talk about some of his work today. It's quite interesting. It has a, I don't know if he actually shoots on film, but it has a very moody filmic quality to it, which always draws me in. And it's sort of this urban exploration type of vibe. It seems like he's just running around and playing with his camera, but he's capturing beautifully composed shots with beautiful uh, uh, expressions from the people he captures in the shots. Some shots have people, some shots don't. Uh, he has shots of California, near where he lives, I assume. He also has shots of New York City, and they all just have this wonderful, eclectic vibe to them. So I'm going to look through his Instagram account and talk about uh, some of his work and what's so interesting about it. Here we are on his profile. If you look closely, you may notice that you can email and text him. So if you're an Apple user, perhaps you could send him your heartbeat. But probably don't do that because you're not his friend and I would limit your interactions with him to only business-oriented interactions. So as we scroll down, I want to look at it from a, a feed-centric viewpoint, starting from the feed and moving in closer. You see that there is a common thread throughout his photos of very moody, bluish tones and reddish shadows. And it's a it's a moody filmic quality. It's a cinematic quality in some ways as well. And I love the way that all of this ties together, all the way that it feels so curated. Also, he tends to shoot at the uh, similar times of day, it seems like. Similar subjects, but different at the same time. There's a cohesiveness to his feed that one could study. Um, I like this idea, this feel to his feed, that you are engaging with somebody who is taking photos from a place of curiosity, from his perspective of the world, the things he finds interesting. Now, to some extent, all photographers are doing this, all uh, visual artists are doing this, but the narrative of it is more prominent with people like this in a unique way. And so I feel that as I scroll through his things. I feel like you're seeing an expression of his curious mind as he wanders the world. So if we go to the first photo on the list, you see that he's taking a, he's taking a photo of some people playing basketball. And in the foreground, we have the shadow, uh, the out-of-focus shadow of some fencing, so it's like he's looking through the fence in a sort of voyeuristic manner. And all, a lot of his photos feel this way. They feel very, from a distance, very uh, curiously uh, observing, right? And this is a photo with a composition that would be really hard to pull off in a lot of ways. You have a bundle of people playing basketball, all moving their bodies, gyrating in many different directions, at once. And what makes this work for me in such an interesting way, because I like to think about, okay, why does this shot work in terms of framing, in terms of the expressions of the people, when it's a shot that could easily go wrong? And I think one thing that makes this really work 
is, like I said, the voyeuristic quality, the looking on from a distance, but also the basketball being in the air. It's the most prominent subject in the photo. And so you kind of get this feeling with a lot of his work that he is taking a photo of something and everything at the same time. Now, this is different than taking a photo of everything and nothing at the same time. So if I may break that down, when you're taking a photo of everything and nothing, by my definition, it means that you don't, you haven't established a subject well enough, and the photo just kind of feels like it's of everything. Like you try, you you know what the subject is. I could probably see what subject you were going after, but you didn't establish that subject well enough. So it feels like it's of everything and nothing. In this case, it's of something and everything, meaning that the photo is about these people, and it's established that it's about these people playing basketball and the the vibe of this the the, the vibe of them playing in this uh, you know Brooklyn esque experience. But it's also of everything. It's of all of the people playing basketball. It's not focused in. You could say it's maybe focused in on the basketball a little bit because of the separation, but. It's sort of of a lot of things happening at once. It's a scene. It's an experience. And it's hard to pull those shots off well. It's hard to make those shots feel cohesive and make sense. And in this case, he does it really well. Uh, Next photo, and (laughs) I think as I scroll through these, I'm going to go photo by photo. What I normally do is I will scroll and pick random ones. I'm going to naturally find myself going photo by photo just because all of his photos are so fantastic. This one is of a couple of surfers walking uh, d- down a beach in the morning, looks like, very foggy, not l- very low visibility, and cool tones on top. The image is almost split in half. Cool tones, very mi- minimalistic, bluish sky, and then on the bottom we have warmer tones of beach, and very dark, moody photo, and two surfers walking in a beautiful stride. And they are captured at a position that is very intriguing. They're not clashing in any sort of weird way. And it's, once again, this voyeuristic from a distance kind of feel of he just saw these people walking and he decided, oh, that's an interesting thing. Something's interesting about that to me. I'm going to snap a photo. And I love the way it turned out. It feels quite nice. If we move on to the next one, I, I really love this photo. It's interesting. It's very urban exploration kind of feel. We have a, a white building, art deco kind of vibe to the architecture of it. Uh, you know, San Francisco-esque, not sure exactly where it was at. It's very bluish. All the tones are very bluish, but in the foreground we have this red tree. And I think this is fascinating because he walked up to this scene and said, Oh, that's interesting. This red, you know, he saw the, the the reds popping off the tree, and maybe he didn't see the contrast between the reds and the blues in this case because in real life it's probably a little less accentuated than this. He actually, either through film or in post processing, he decided to accentuate this feeling of contrast between warm and blue tones. But I love that his mind saw this scene and thought it was intriguing, and so he was going to take it, share it with the world. It's so beautifully done, and I love the, the tones of the shadows and how they're so faded and everything. You have the street sign. It feels quite nice. 
We move on to, ah, let's move on to this one. This one's another everything and something type of photo. It is a shot of the famous Venice Beach skate park, I believe. And you have this guy on the bottom uh, skateboarding. He's blurry. You don't even see the skateboard. You just see the top half of him, and he's moving, so you assume he's skateboarding. Either that, maybe he's doing some sort of interpretive dance about how he feels about, um, you know, politics. But the in the background, we have these palm trees shooting up, this the beach in the, uh, the far background, the water, the um, people wandering about, a couple more skaters, uh, some of the bowls, the sort of geometry of the, the flowing bowls, blader bowls. And it's a photo of everything and something because it is about the beach, skate park. <laughs> it's about the vibe of being there. It's about the people being there. It's, it's about everything you see in the shot, but it's organized to make sense. It's not just nonsense. It is about a uh it's about the the vibe he felt while he was there it's about the emotions he felt while he was there it's about the people he experienced while he was there but not one specific person right and this is an extremely difficult shot to pull off in an interesting way and i absolutely love the way he does it here once again very moody tones i love this shot of uh oops oh heavens oh i lost it oh my gosh we're on my explore page uh, there we are. I love this shot. It's in New York City. We have the first, the first representation that I will show you today of his interesting use of subframing elements in his photos, meaning this window frame, a shadowy window frame. Looks like he's looking out from an apartment building or something of this sort, and you can, you can see that he probably saw this scene and thought it was intriguing with the skyline in the background who could not and instead of just pointing out the window and taking a photo of the skyline getting this pesky window frame out of the way he decided to work it into the shot and what this does in such an intriguing way is provides context and this is i'm talking about a lot of compositional stuff but this is all meant to be uh, to draw your brain towards using these compositional stuffs to tell a story. The story here is where he's at in the in the immediate sense, where he's standing. He's inside an apartment or an office building. He's, you know, he, we're taking a photo from a building. This is where we are in the world. And then the less immediate sense, or the, the, the bigger, broader sense of we're in New York City, we're in a certain part of New York City, we're not in downtown Manhattan per se, we're in a spot where you have these older buildings and uh, you know apartments and office buildings a little far away from the middle of town, and you can tell where, where we are in relation to the main part of town or the, the more popular part of town from the fact that we see the Empire State Building in the distance and the bigger skyline. And so there's this nice flowing gradient of layering going on into the blue background, which feels quite nice. It's almost like the, it's, the tones are the warmest, closest to us, and then they just, like I said, they this smooth gradient into cooler tones. It's compositionally absolutely beautiful. It's, it's so fantastic. And uh, it's an expression of his curiosity. We have another shot of a surfer very similar to the last one. But in this case, we have 
where instead of sort of a diagonal side profile kind of view of two surfers, we have a behind view, third person video game talking, third person view of a single surfer much further away from the camera than maybe like a some sort of, you know, Star Wars Battlefront game or something like that. But um and it tells the story that hey, even if you don't have friends, you can still go surf in the morning and it's beautiful. Split up in the same way as the last one in terms of uh, framing, I think that's fantastic. Another shot where we have uh, sort of, it looks like he's in California, I would assume. He's up on top of a hill. You have a winding road in the foreground, warm tones, cars going around the road. And in the background, we have a colder uh, set of tones with some houses, townhouses, white. They're all white. Uh, and then we have a foggy scene in the back. It seems like he takes a lot of his photos in the morning, I would guess. But the interesting thing about the framing of this is it has this sort of yin and yang kind of feel, literally meaning that if you look at the the yin and yang symbol, right? Where the Look it up. Uh, it If you took it and flipped it on its side, that would be this composition. I think that's so interesting. And he probably noticed this to some extent, right? He maybe got into the editor and and really noticed it, but he he probably intuitively noticed this to some extent. And also, I like the idea that he's just he's wandering around on a hill and he looks out and he sees this as intriguing and that he wanted to share this this uh, mental glory with us. Uh, it feels very focused on him as opposed to a lot of photographers, which would maybe say, maybe they're taking a photo that's about traveling, right? Inspiring wanderlust. Like I did a video about, uh, I think it was Fran Venter recently, where I, I said that his entire feed is about inspiring you to travel. And in this case, it's not so much about that. It's about this is what he finds intriguing about the world around him. We have this beautiful shot I probably liked every single one of these that you've seen so far. This beautiful shot of a, one of those carousels in the sky. I don't know what they're called, but they have swings and they spin around. They're like at a fair and the swings hanging down from them. Looking up, he has such a unique way of looking at the world and how he wants to capture it. He cuts out a lot of different things in this frame uh, by looking up. He He also cuts out things that a lot of people would put in the frame that are part of the ride, right? So there are chairs being chopped off on the edge. It's But it, he does it in a way that creates a lot of drama and intrigue for the photo, and I think that's fascinating. Let's see here. Nice close-up shot of a girl in a yellowish beanie. Once again, He has this, this back and forth between warm tones and cool tones, which I love. I think it's so fascinating, and it ties his feed together. If you try and tie your feed together... The best way, one of the best ways to do that is to create a uh, a repeating contrast between like tones, and you see that here with this shot. And it's a nice, interesting in the sense of framing portrait, or in the same uh, the sense of how he has the subject framed versus everything else in the frame. You see that there there's a lot of mystery in the background, moody mystery of where he's at. It looks like a shoreline, maybe a bridge back there. Uh, morning light once again but it's this totally side profile view close up of this girl it's something where he he thinks a little bit different than a lot of photographers as a photographer and i think we can learn a lot from that 
always think outside the box about how you can frame up stuff to help tell your story. Another shot of uh, Venice, still sort of the, sorry, of the Venice Beach skate park, still a very uh, everything and something kind of feel because it's not about a specific person in the frame, but it's a different take on that. In the foreground, you have the cooler tones, and then the cooler tones move all the way up to almost the top third of the frame where it cuts in half, and then you have the ocean and the sky and warmer pink tones. We have a bird in the back. captured a bird flying in the background with his wings and beautiful positioning. And then you have these these people skating through these bowls, the wonderful flowing geometry of the, the bowls. And uh, you can just feel them flowing through. And the positioning of the skaters makes you feel a sense of motion, right? You can see where they've been, where they're coming. Uh, storytelling. Hmm. Uh, it's a good thing to do with art. I don't, I don't know if you've noticed that that's something that I like to emphasize around here. Good storytelling. And I, I love the way that he uh, uses this, this rolling geometry in the closest parts of the image, but also in the background. You see that uh, there's some, there's almost like waves, little flowing hills in the the background part from, I guess, more of the skate park. But it all mirrors itself. It all copies itself in an interesting way. And the presence of people and where they are is very thoughtful. I think that's fantastic. Scroll down a little bit more. Lots of interest. And, and what's, what's intriguing to me, too, is that his photos have a lot of similarities, but they're also taken of rather different subjects. Like, the, like there's this shot of the, like an old 50s neon diner. We have a beach with a beautiful moody morning beach, pink and uh, blue light contrasting off of each other with a lifeguard stand. We have another shot of the, the skate park. We have a shot of um, beautiful blue shot against the red tones of the Golden Gate Bridge from on the bridge. The top of the bridge is cut off and the fog is, uh, you know, thicker amongst the top half of the, the bridge, uh, at the top half of the tower of the bridge which makes it feel like it goes on forever, so you get this feeling of enormity. Fascinating. And uh, also minimalistic quality to what he does as well, you see throughout. Here's the shot. Uh, that I wanted to pick this one because this one was the one that I came across yesterday, I think it was, a couple days ago, that actually made me take another look at his Instagram feed and made me like, uh, you know, 50 of his photos in a row. But... This is a shot of the New York City skyline. In the far background, you have the famous New York City skyline with the Freedom Tower in it. We're quite far away from that. It's very misty towards that direction. Very uh, beautiful, muted, uh, bluish tones. Not quite sure what to call that blue. Semi-teal, but very muted. And then as it moves closer, we see the part of town that he's in. Once again, context. The part of town that he's in, nice yellow building, older building, much shorter, one of those famous water towers on top of the building, and a bunch of those buildings all around, crazy beautiful geometry flying around. And then in the closest part of the foreground, we have what looks like a window curtain that he's using as a subframing element, which 
creates context to the fact that he's inside some sort of building once again looking out of a window this is where we are in the this building (laughs) this is where we are in the part of town this is where we are in the part of the world all these layers of context create a very intriguing story that pulls you into his life and his curiosity let's see any more we want to look at today hmm We have another shot on Venice Beach of a guy skating uh, in between some shops. Looks like a sort of an alleyway in between a bunch of shops. This one's a bit more busy, which I think is is fascinating for him. A lot of his shots, like I said, are much more minimalistic and and, uh, cohesive. This one's a bit... It's still cohesive, but there's a lot more going on. We we have a shot of a guy pushing. He's in the middle of pushing his board, sort of side profile, a little bit diagonal, which is something he likes to do, it seems like. A beautiful expression of the person. This is very much something and something. (laughs) This is about the guy skating within the context of where he's at, Venice Beach. And so he has a a handle on context that I think is, is really interesting. The... Environment is very important to him, it seems like. But the subject in the environment is the thing that really matters as opposed to just the as opposed to just the subject or the just the environment. And uh, once again, blue tones and then warm tones in the background is split up in a much more dynamic way. We have these beautiful palm trees shooting up into the warm sky. The palm trees are warm. Uh, and then you have the some people walking around, create more context of where he is, how many people are there, this sort of thing, and it pulls you into the scene. It's immersive. I think it's I think it's uh, t- terrible. So I'm never, never going to look at his feet again. Another shot of New York City, beautiful. I love this stuff. So I very rarely come across photographers who are who. When I look at their feed, I like almost every one of their photos. This is a real gem. His work is absolutely fantastic, and I think there's a lot to be learned from it. And I think that it's so fascinating, his curiosity for the world around him and how he can use a camera to capture that for people and get let people into his brain. There's a lot to be learned from curiosity. When I'm having my conversations with people... It is, it is an expression. It's an exercise of curiosity. You will hear me start my questions with almost all of them with, I'm curious. <laughs> and I think that curiosity is a great tool in life for whatever sort of art form or whatever sort of thing you're doing in general. Uh, and I think that, I think that his content is such a beautiful capturing of the power of curiosity. Okay, that's it for this one. I would encourage you to check out his work below. View it in beautiful Dolby HD. Uh, I would love to hear what you thought about his work, what was intriguing to you, maybe something that I didn't point out. And, of course, with this series of artists that I'm trying to cover, this ongoing series of artists, I want you to share with me people who you think would be interesting for me to, to talk about. That's it. Thank you so much for watching. Have a lovely day. Goodbye.